Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, that's me. My name's Joe, and thank you everyone for joining us uh, in the special Oops All Features episode of Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting. 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 You know what? That's actually how it's pronounced. I, I looked it up. I did some research. It's kind of like a, it's a GIF or GIF conversation, but it's actually podcasting. Podcasting, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now that that's in the canon and everyone knows it, uh, welcome to this podcast where we talk about Fallout Boy and the songs that they make. Only this time, it's not really the songs that they make. It's the songs that they showed up on, kind of. <laughs> kind of. It's, yeah, there are some bullshit reasons i picked the songs that we're covering today one of them is just because it's funny we'll get to that one but uh for the other three it is songs that they appear on and have writing credits for um so there's some features uh that patrick stump does not have writing credits on but his voice is there so kind of basically these three songs and one other one that doesn't have it but these three songs that uh do have writing credits have like pete writing on them and patrick singing because patrick by himself has like a hundred writing credits and we don't have that kind of time also he has like another hundred vocal credits he basically made an entire cobra starship record i learned today yeah uh he be doing some shit he's an active dude he writes a lot of shit there's just there's just not this isn't a patrick stump podcast or i'm sorry podcast but (laughs) it is a fallout boy podcast so we're focusing on the songs that they have writing credits on except for one i will point out uh they technically have writing credits on wiz khalifa's remix of of staying out all night the boys of summer remix um but no lyrics are changed uh and it was also co-produced by dr luke so fuck that Mm mm-hmm what we've narrowed it down to is uh, one and only their feature on a Timbaland song from 2007, uh, their feature on a Steve Aoki song, Back to Earth, 2014, I think I'm saying his name right, a weird thing they did in 2017 that we'll get to, and their feature on I've Been Waiting on 2019, Little Peak. But they don't have writing credits on, like Summer Days, which is one that's pretty popular, and there's a lot of songs that Patrick's been on that... uh. No, none of the other band is on it. I'm excluding those because there's a hundred of them. But other than that, I guess we can probably start talking about them. Do you want to just do in chronological order? Start yeah, with Timbaland? That's, that seems easiest. I do have Timbaland up in Genius, so... Uh-huh. Um, Which is, who knows when that'll happen again, so... I really, truly hope never. I'm not a huge fan of Timbaland. I can't... I, I honestly, like, I know I've heard this song before. But other than, I, and I'm, I've probably heard other songs of his before, but this is maybe the only time I've seeked it out and yeah. listened to it. And it's fine. This is basically a Fall Out Boy song, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Timbaland just gives me war flashbacks to being in middle school, and I just don't need That's that fair. energy in my life. Mm-hmm. See, I, I want to, I, I, immediately I thought of, like, what gives me middle school flashbacks, and the answer is probably, like, Baby by Justin Bieber or... Crank that Soldier Boy, but Soldier <laughs> Boy has like rebranded into this like, or maybe just, he just continued to exist in ways that I have enjoyed since then. I I think about that 
vine of him with the camel a lot. I just like that he tried to make a bootleg video game console. That was also very funny. The Soldier Boy handheld or whatever the fuck it was. That's a whole thing. He's trying to the have his Soldier own cell Boy phone tell too. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. Me either. But um, this was pre-hiatus. Uh, but they have writing credits on this Timbaland song, one and only, off of his 2007 record Shock Value, which every song has a feature on it. I don't... Excuse me, Joe. It's Shook Value. Shook... Oh, um, you're right. Sorry. Sorry. Please say it right. Uh-huh. Uh, but I guess we can just get into it. How do you how do you feel about how it it sounds? It's to me, it sounds like it sounds like a B side off of Cork Tree. It sounds like middle school to me. I just truly like it. Just immediately yeah. transported me back to two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. I don't. I like some it's of the fine. other. It's some of. The, I like the other songs on the list of songs that we're gonna cover better. Mm. I don't even really remember what this sounds like. I listened to it like. 10 minutes ago and I don't even remember what it sounds like. Yeah, it's I mean, Patrick's got like a fun rhythm to his voice in the hook uh, but like, it, I mean, yeah it sounds like, it sounds like a B-side of, of from the Cork Tree era that mm-hmm. Tim, t- they handed the Timbaland so he could yeah. finish it. <laughs> but less the th- yeah, it doesn't really stand out to me beyond that. And I'm, and I already know that like the lyrics are, I mean 2007 Pete Wentz so I guess we can just kind of slide through them. I don't know if you want to read the Timbaland stuff or just do the Fallout Boy stuff. Um, I think this is uh. I feel like we could just like crash through the Timbaland stuff. Like we don't really need to like deep dive on it. I don't think. No, um, but I feel this... like doing just the Fallout Boy stuff would be like weird. Yeah, that's fair. It's interesting. I'm looking at this other credit information, and it's interesting that Andy does have a credit for drums. But Joe does not have any guitar credits. <laughs> it's just Patrick. <laughs> Joe's just like vibing in the background. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just, he puts off good energy. And I think that contributes a lot to the band's success. That's even me. if he doesn't touch an instrument. <laughs> That's me at Uppercut. It's just truly <laughs> holding the entire institution up by good vibes. It's just vibes. <laughs> it's just my very high playing Overcooked 2 vibes. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't do without you. It's true. So, I mean, how how would they succeed in the kitchen without me? Without the vibes. Who would carry the tea <laughs> on their back? Uh. I can't open heels for someone high that I really can't get with you with. I want a blocker on my mind, but I really can't do it, do it. I tell myself this the last time I'ma let her do this to me Whenever we do spend time I realize that I can't get enough of you Rap that's not her love your fucking face Rap that's not her love your face Rap that's not her love your fucking face Rap that's not her love your face 
Anyways, I will, I'll take the bullet and read this first verse from Timbaland. First line is, uh, and then it continues. I'm head over heels for someone. Hi, presumably Caitlin, as we just discussed. Mm-hmm, it's probably me. I don't know if you were high in 2007, though. Timbaland actually has future vision. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I'm head over heels for someone high that I can't really deal with. Deal with. I want to block her out of my mind, but I really can't do it. Do it. Uh, I tell myself this the last time. I'm a letter. Do this to me. Whenever we do spend time, I realize I can't get enough of you. That's pretty straightforward. I don't even really need a, a deep dive. Yeah, no, that's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Would you like to do... I mean, the interlude's only a few lines. I don't know if you want to do that in the chorus. I'll do that in the chorus. I can do both. I can be Patrick. All right. And Fallout Boy plus Timbaland. Yeah, Fallout Boy. <laughs> Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy plus Timbaland. That's me. That's how I'll be introducing myself going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, wipe that smile off your fucking face, and I say to you, wipe that wipe that smile off your face. Then I say to you, wipe that smile off your fucking face, and I say to you, wipe that smile off your face. And then it goes, to be despised, to be loved, to be dreamt of, to be sought. I'm the inside of I don't care. Right in the middle. I'm right in the middle. To be despised, to be loved, to be dreamt of, to be sought. I am the inside of I don't care. Be my unholy, my one and my lonely. Ooh. That was intense. It's, it's kind of like the song <laughs> title, but he says lonely. Uh, I didn't want to cut you off in the middle there. Uh, you saying smile weird wasn't a bit like all the other things. Oh, no, you said. it's written like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because I guess he's just I, I even reading that. I'm like, yeah, I guess he says it weird, but I can't remember how. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I also listened to it 10 minutes ago. I should have clarified that. Yeah, I wasn't fucking around. That is actually how it's written on Genius.com. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. We didn't know we were going to do a bit where we said words funny in the same uh, episode as this <laughs> song. It just kind of happened that way. It's true. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't chorus, even connect though. those dots. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I actually like this chorus. Yeah, and I think he sings it well. Mm-hmm. I like how it sounds. Yeah, and like the words itself or themselves, like to be despised, to be loved, to be dreamt of, to be sought. I really like that. It's yeah, like it sounds like it would be up its own ass if Pete Wentz wrote it, but Patrick like really carries it uh-huh. home. So uh-huh. I don't it like reading it out loud. I'm like, all right, but like listening to it, I'm like, all right. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, um, and it's also pretty straightforward. the an- The annotation here, of course, references another song that they wrote, but you know. Yeah, like didn't that album come out like much later? Yes, well, yeah, it's referencing "I Don't Care," which would have been two three years later yeah okay i don't think that's a reference i think that you could just say i don't care but yeah i think it's just a phrase i think it's it's yeah i do like the to be inside of i don't care to be my unholy my one my lonely like eh, i don't really give a shit about that part but i do like the first part yeah i like i mean i I think i like that they change it when they repeat the four bars but it's also Mm -hmm. just kind of there the words themselves um they're not bad they're just there Mm-hmm. Uh, verse two continues with just Patrick. I wear scarves and hoods because they're the only poker face that I've got left, and everything I love about you is a mess. 
Smash All the right, mirror. Jason Todd, calm the fuck <laughs> down. Smash the mirror and break the palm reader's hand. I want to be better than I am. Uh, I kind of like those last two lines. The re- Yeah, the rest of it's just there. Um, but I like, because, like, smash the mirror and break the palm reader's hands. Like, that's um, a very aggressive way of talking about, like, fuck future telling. But I kind of like the way that smash the mirror, uh, I think, adds a different sentiment to I want to be better than I am. Like, it's kind of like talking about a self-reflection so the 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 phrase of the mirror like means like more than one. It's like a triple entendre a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like it. Yeah. The rest, yeah, the rest of the verse, I I can't say I have much to say about it. You audibly groaned at everything I love about you is a mess, so that's covered. I feel like I actually kind of like that line because like mood. Um, but. I just don't trust it when Pete writes it. Oh, no, of course not. Also paired with I wear scarves and hoods because they're the only poker face that I've got left. Yeah, that's a very, like, you said, like, what did you Jason Todd ass. That's it, yeah. Some red hood shit, like, what? It's some shit. (laughs) But yeah, then the uh, interlude, the Samile interlude and chorus plays again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to... Yes, you, I will wanna... uh I will do I will handle this last. Um I'm now going by Timbaland, just Timbaland. I just want I just want to see your interpretation of this first line. From, yeah, from I'm really trying phrase. to figure out how I'm gonna do it. So it goes Ow and then <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, Girl, just look at what you've done. How could you do this to me? I gotta put my foot down. I can't let you do this to me. I can't forget those good old times and the things you've been doing to me. I wanna hit that one mo time. Someone please clip just that. I'm in love. What you doing to me? I'm gonna say it loud. Why can't us fuck in this crowd? Okay, Timbaland. Probably. Um. Anyway, I'ma say it loud. Why can't us fuck in this crowd? Why we (laughs) arguing? I thought (laughs) me and you were supposed to be friends. Let's chill for a minute. For a minute. Better yet, we need to heal for a minute. For a minute. Baby, put down the knife. Sometimes I want to save your life, but I'm in dot, dot, dot. And then the chorus plays again. That's a hell of an escalation there at the end that I was not. I didn't read ahead. I wasn't ready. Damn. Uh, Mm. I don't. I already don't remember what it sounds like. uh, Mm. His like his delivery of it. But like other than the fucking in the crowd, I don't know if any I'm upset about any of it. I mean, the baby put down the knife part, I'm kind of concerned about. Yeah, that raises, that raises some eyebrows. I don't know if I'm, like, I don't, I don't know if I have enough context. I'm just afraid for the speaker. There's, yeah, concern is raised, because there's an argument, and now a knife is involved. Uh, But Patrick Stump sings instead of that continuing. Mm Mm-hmm. And the outro from Timbaland is just kind of him yelling.
got no fucking band. We ain't got no speakers, no fucking microphone set up. Timberland, you tuning son of a bitch. Get the fuck out of my house now. Before I get too mad and I can't turn back. Hey! Didn't I say get the fuck out? Get the fuck out! I don't even know if I need to read it because he's just yelling. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I'm just going to have to play this so people can hear it. <laughs> Is Chippaland yelling at himself? I don't know. I Before the knife line, I was going to make a joke about playing this reading over the fight scene from marriage story um and then i was like oh i got a little real i won't make that joke but now that i've said get the fuck out of my house i'm like maybe it's good again maybe i do still want that joke anyways i have nothing else to to say about this song because the i have little to say about the verses in general but um Mm -hmm. i think the, the the hook is catchy i definitely like heard this on the radio as a kid maybe a middle school dance even I'm sure I heard it. I don't really remember it, but... Because I... It's not like... Well, I guess uh, there's probably a version without the fucking that's just, like, radio Yeah, like a radio edit. Yeah. It's a song that exists. 2007 was a year where Timbaland released music. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, I guess we can jump ahead to the next song on our list, which, uh, by our weird criteria of what we're counting, is is post-hiatus. We're jumping ahead to... I believe 2014 mm-hmm. to Back to Earth by Steve Aoki featuring Fallout Boy. They have they all four of the boys have writing credits along with Fallout Boy and Steve. So there's Steve, Andy, Pete, Joe, Patrick and Fallout Boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can read this one since you did the other one first. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, all the vocals are are Patrick. Um, I don't really hear the instruments that they're playing, but they are credited as playing them because it's an EDM song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll let you do first one. Something new out of the hood. 
it was just the beginning. I think that meant that I was meant to be next to you, to you. All these planets spinning. I think that I was meant to be next to you, next to you. And you know I found the dust to be resilient, and we're the dirtiest of the dirt. Mm-hmm. Every time we fall to pieces, we build something new out of the hurt, and we can never come back to Earth. We can never come back to Earth. Hold on, I'm going to Google something real quick. Okay. Um, Electro House, Electro Pop, Dance, Alternative Pop, Electronic, Pop. Are you just Be- reading genres? Yeah, I just, I just, just read, I'm just vamping. Um, I'm just reading the genres, this is tagged. I, I just wanted to point out that this, uh, this came out just about a year after the film After Earth. I'm pretty confident that <laughs> Pete was just like, fuck, I have to write this song. What's on my DVD shelf? Oh, M. Night Shyamalan's After Earth starring Will and Jaden Smith. I got it. Wait, did M. Night Shyamalan really direct that? Yes. Yes, oh, he wow. did. I he's didn't had, know that. He's had a hell of a career. Yeah. What an interesting man. Yeah. After Earth is a strange movie that I think is representative of M. Night desperately needing a success and can't go wrong with Will Smith. Oh, only you can if the year is 2013 and he's trying to put Jaden in all of his projects. Uh, and also, Will Smith is a little too interested in Scientology, and that's what After Earth is about. <laughs> uh, anyways. I like the way that this song sounds a lot. Like, it's all I, right. would, I would definitely just, like, go hard at the at the bar to this. Yeah, I think it's a good, like... Like, it's not what I come to Fallout Boy for most of the time. Well, I guess mm-hmm. maybe post-hiatus, because I do think, like, I, I Mania kind of has songs like that. But uh, it's fine. Like, yeah, I if it came on the radio or something or in a in a club or something, I'm like, yeah, this this bops wouldn't be making any top Fallout Boy lists for me. Um, but that's more of a comment on probably Steve's contributions than the rest of them. Or uh, the fact that it was... 2014 and they were just getting out of hiatus so i think they got better at their pop music or their post hiatus pop music much after 2014 but the song's fine i don't dislike it no like i it's not something i'd like actively seek out but like if this came on at like my local gay bar like i would i would be down sure i feel that i just realized that the single art for this he's like wearing a mask of his own face he is yeah i wasn't gonna bring it up because i just didn't know like how into the weeds that was gonna get us knowing us so (laughs) i decided to not break that seal uh but but the seal is right there you can see it on his face you can't it's right there it looks like some repo the genetic opera ass shit yeah i just noticed i was like what hold on hold on (laughs) wait a minute it's very funny did you watch the video for this no. It, it exists. It's a weird sci-fi thing. It, I mean, it partially that's why I thought of After Earth in relation to this song, uh, is because the, the video is how it is. It, al- it also seems like Smir- Smirnoff paid a lot of money to have um, their logo in it, which probably sounds weird when I compared it to After Earth, but um, I don't know. Anyways, I'll read the chorus if you want to. You can look it up while <laughs> I do. But the chorus goes, Are you living your life or just waiting to die? The pride, the pride, the pride. The brightest things fade the fastest all my life. The pride, the pride, the pride. The brightest things fade the fastest. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
The brightest things fade the fastest. Whoa, 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 whoa. The brightest things fade the fastest. Whoa, 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 It sounds great. Um, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's certainly not like a uh a a poem to read out loud, but it Patrick Patrick does his voice stuff good. He do his voice. It be good. Yeah, that's usually to be expected of these songs. Patrick sound good. There's a little uh, auto-tune-y stuff in this song, but I don't mind it. It's just noticeable. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I plan to have a pairing for each one of these songs. The next one technically isn't on Spotify, but I immediately knew this one's pairing. I don't know if you know this song, Caitlin, um, or if I'm going to unearth some more middle school uh, memories. But um, Dead Mouse did a song with Gerard Way called Professional Griefers. <laughs> and this song just feels like a worse version of that because it's like, oh, we'll put a, uh, a pop punk emo adjacent vocalist over EDM. And I just, I, I still think Professional Griefers slaps. I don't even like Dead Mouse. I think he's an asshole. <laughs> but I think that song, <laughs> uh, his song with Gerard Way slaps. Uh, so that's that's the pairing for this one. Haven't thought of any other pairings, Caitlin. I don't know if you got any to drop on me, but I don't. I'm sorry. I don't have the I don't have the surprise kaka for you today. Well, if you think of anything in the next in the rest of this episode, I'm all ears. But until then, I I do believe it's your turn to read verse two. Um, this is a crooked path. This is. <laughs> I really wish I could remember more of that fucking song I was going to make a joke about earlier. The story of the story of a fallout boy. Uh-huh. Who cried a river and drowned my soul. Uh-huh. This is a crooked path. I think that I was meant to be next to you. To you. We can never come back. We can never come back. I think that I was meant to be next to you. To you. And I know I found the dust to be resilient and we're the dirtiest of the dirt. Every time we fall to pieces, we build something new out of the hurt, and we can never come back to Earth, and we can never come back to Earth. It was largely is the that, same, but... Yeah, I was gonna say, like, is that... I guess he doesn't say the, the beginning. I think he just doesn't say it's the beginning, because the rest of it's pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize it until you were done that I didn't change at all. <laughs> yeah, no, I was reading it, and I was like, oh, I fucked up. This is basically the same. <laughs> That's fine. The chorus is is also unchanged after that, and the outro is just the brightest things fade the fastest a few times. It's fine. Like, the the lyrics aren't uh, trying to be deep, and that completely works for the song that they're making with with Steve here. It's interesting that Steve has a story credit on the song. That made sense when I saw the video, but seeing Mm -hmm. it on Genius is, maybe it's just the same credit. Because the maybe it's just he came up with the story for the video, but uh, who could say? I certainly couldn't. No, no, uh, none of us really could say. But it's an all right song. Yeah, I think it's it's like a solid dance bop. Yeah, yeah.
the next. On to the next one, which is uh, our our weird one of the of the evening. Uh, our, is this one on Genius? Yeah, yes. Uh, okay. A couple different places, but the lyrics are all the same. Okay, cool, 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 cool. We're jumping ahead to 2017, which is the year in which Fall Out Boy was in Teen Titans Go a lot. Like a lot. Like a lot. They might have started before that even, but this uh, they were especially this year. This is a song that I don't think we would talk about in any other episode. They technically don't have any writing credits on it. It's technically a cover, but it is a very weird instance of them being dragged into an existing thing because I was trying to, they because they have credit on, uh, they covered the song. They covered this song called The Night Begins to Shine uh, for an episode of Teen Titans Go. And I was like, and that's... The video- fucking rips yeah uh caitlin loves the video caitlin's actually in the video because there's a dinosaur with a gun (laughs) yeah who gets inexplicably buff it's great so i want to i want to tell you the story about uh the night begins to shine which is a song originally by uh b-e-r i uh would love for you to try and guess what that stands for but it is it is primarily known now for teen titans go but it was originally written and produced in 2005 as a, like, a music library track. It was just like, let's make a generic 80s song that people can license to put in the background of television things by one of the members of the group. And it was featured in a Teen Titans Go episode. The, P- the fans of the television show liked it so much that they made a four-episode story arc based on the song. And Fall Out Boy covered it for <laughs> one of those episodes. So did CeeLo Green and Puffy Yamayumi. Mm-hmm. But it's just a very strange thing. So so Joe sent me this, right? And they sent me, like, the YouTube link to the video because this version is not on Spotify. But I'm illiterate, so I went on Spotify looking for the song. And I saw the CeeLo Green thing, and I was like, Huh, okay. And then I said the Puffy Ami Yumi and I was like, holy shit, I just like time traveled. Remember Puffy Ami Yumi? Yeah, I do. And that's wild. <laughs> they also had a good Cartoon Network show. They did. It was I it was not as long run as it should have been, IMO. No, I think it might have I'm trying to remember if it crossed over with the old Teen Titans show, or if they just, if I'm just thinking that because they did I the can't intro. I remember. I don't think it did cross over. I think it was like a completely different setting. I think so. I, w- I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like one one off goof thing I'm remembering. Yeah, I think there probably were like references. If I had to guess, because I'm pretty sure the band Puffyami Yumi did the intro for Teen Titans. Mm, they did, yeah, they did. Okay. Good band, Puffyami Yumi. Anyways, yeah, I just. I, I just wanted to draw attention to this extremely weird thing that happened. Just the idea of a song being written just as a job. Like, not, like, it's just, I, you know, I'm selling this song so it can be background music. And whenever someone needs a generic 80 sounding thing and it ending up in Fallout Boy's lap for a joke <laughs> for a children's cartoon show. 12 years later it's very funny to me um but yeah i think it's i think it's in part from the lyrics that i guess we can swing through in a second but uh 
the four-part special was titled um, The Day the Night Stopped Beginning to Shine and Became Dark Even Though It Was the Day. But yeah, it seems like I went to BER's website. It seems like they tried to rebrand themselves into a real band that people would care about, and I don't think it worked, which is a little bit of a bummer. <laughs> but uh, they did get to make two more singles for for this children's television show. BER uh, stands for the last names of the men and the band. Oh, I wanted it to be something um, dumb, so that's disappointing. Yeah, no, it's it's just, it's very boring, actually, because <laughs> it's like us. B-E-R just feels like, eh, we need to put something in the box for the for the library. The lyrics are primarily the sentence, the night begins to shine. It's true. I would say, like, maybe 50%. Mm-hmm. I do like the I do like the front part of the chorus a lot, honestly. How it sounds or the the words? All of both? it. I listened I did listen to the original version. I definitely like the Fall Out Boy version way more than the original version because I did listen oh, to yeah. both because again I'm illiterate. But like the Fall Out Boy version, I legitimately uh think fucking bops. Yeah, they, they really like I don't know, nailed the Nailed what was there and elevated it to like, oh yeah, Fall Out Boy's good at songs. Uh, I rec- I'll put a link to the the video in the show notes just because it's not on spot. Like the Fall Out Boy version isn't on Spotify, which is probably why I didn't know it existed until this weekend. But it's just a very weird thing that happened. And despite making a Fall Out Boy podcast for 14, 15 months, mm-hmm. never fucking came across it <laughs> until I was just like scouring for every single writing credit they had. They made this this great song for, for Teen Titans Go. But yeah, check that out. Uh, it's good. Do you want to read through the lyrics before we move on to the last song? Or Yeah, let's do it. They're pretty, All right. they're pretty bombastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know whose turn it was last. I forgot. Um, I think it's my turn. Okay. Because I... No. Wait. Oh, shit. It's your turn because oh, you went first. Okay. I'll take your word for it. First one's short. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah verse one is i saw you dance in the corner i call your name in conversation playing hard to get well i can't understand how long do you think it <laughs> take to write that like to take to, to write that um i'm gonna say 20 minutes yeah all right you wanna do the chorus <laughs> yeah um so it says when i look at you i see the story in your eyes 
when we're dancing, the night begins to shine. And then it says the night begins to shine three times. And then when we're dancing, the night begins to shine. And it sounds dope. Yeah, like it's it's super straightforward, but just like it's got like a good like like head bobbing rhythm to it. I wish I wish it was on Spotify. I'd probably listen to it way too many times because <laughs> I think it's just like it's it's just very listenable. It's, I think it's like easy to loop. But verse two is uh, also still short, uh, but it says, talk till dawn. My heart is racing. I took you home in the driving rain. Had my mind made up. I want to feel your touch. I'm pretty sure the chorus yeah. is the same both other times. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So the night sure does shine. The, the night she's shiny. Yeah. If I if I learned anything from from this episode of Sugar We're Going Down podcasting, it's that the night shines. The night she's shiny. Yeah. But that leaves us with our last song of today's four 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 act adventure. Your your sampler. Yeah, smorgasbord of Fallout Boy features. Uh, I think this might still be their like. It's definitely in their top five streamed songs on Spotify. That's I'm pretty sure it's still up there. But it's uh, I've been waiting their their feature song with uh, Lil Peep. And I love McConan uh, posthumously uh, after Lil Peep passed away mm-hmm. and the 2019 release on the record Diamonds. But the song was sent to Fall Out Boy after uh, Lil Peep had passed away. It, it's, he had multiple, like, multiple times talked about Fall Out Boy being a big influence for him. And I apparently Pete had reached out to uh, I Love McConan after uh, little peep had passed and was like can we do anything and what they did was jam on this song so yeah it's a good song the, the whole band has writing credits yeah i guess we can get into it how do you how do you feel about this song how it sounds um i like it um i didn't actually find out about little peep until after he passed away unfortunately um, and some of his stuff is like pretty hit or miss for me, but I like this song a lot. Yeah, I had heard of him and what I had heard was the misses. Uh, so I, I wasn't really into him, but I do like this song a good deal. And now that I've heard a little bit more, I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's it's hit or miss for my taste, but um, there are certainly some hits and I like this song. 
I never, I, you know, I had come up on Shuffle and never really paid it much attention, but it's good. Solid song. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's a good uh, pop song. This is, I think, the era of, of Fall Out Boy's post-hiatus pop I like the most. I don't know if it's already over or not. I, if I'm judging uh, Dear Future Self, it might be. Still haven't listened to Bob Dylan. I refuse to until we have to for the show, which is, I think, in like eight months. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I've been waiting. Do you want to? It, it starts with little Peep saying, well, yeah, uh, do you want to? I don't. Is it your turn? I already forgot. It was like it's been four minutes. <laughs> I think it is my turn now. Okay, so uh, Lil Peep does say, uh, he says, whoa, yeah, and then it is, the first verse is, I love McConan and Lil Peep, and it says, uh, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been, uh, I've been waiting up because I can't get enough, oh, I feel I'm fading, when I fall apart, your needle sews my heart, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Then the refrain after that is just, I love McConan. Oh, did I? I guess I. Is there anything to say about first one? I think no. it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Certainly a song that I think is sad, red like retrospectively. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how I feel a lot about um, I. What's the name of the record that Mac Miller put out a record like a month before he passed away, and like I hadn't gotten to listening to it until after, but like listening to it after, I was like, damn, shit. And this this song I think or is is kind of the same. The, the the next part is the refrain from just I love McConan and it says fuck me up and make me just go crazy addicted to the pain that you just made me love I'm fiending for your touching on the daily you're the only one that I want this is very similar to the Timbaland song now that I'm thinking about it like just of what it's about it's almost like a lot of pop songs are about uh toxic relationships if you think about it 
for a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's also pretty straightforward. I'm kind of surprised that like this song being one of the most popular songs, maybe ever, by uh, all the circumstances around it, does not have a hundred annotations. It has two. Yeah, it does. Has a lot of comments, but no annotations. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the pre-chorus says, "Break my heart." But don't tell me I'm not doing fine, cause I'm doing fine. Let me go. I'm spending time. Not doing fine, but I'm doing fine. And I will say the sentiment of uh not doing fine, but doing fine is a mood. It's an incredibly large mood. It is a massive disposition, if I dare, if I do say so myself. But yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, it's also pretty straightforward, but I think it's good. Is there anything else to say about it? No, I don't think so. Next up is the chorus from I Love McConan again. Uh, Why you act in vain for my love. Vain for my love when you got everything that I want. Why you act in vain for my blood. Vain for my blood when you got everything that I want. Why you act in vain. I really like the chorus. Not necessarily like the words are there for me. They just kind of continue to deliver the, the concept. Uh, but sonically, slaps real hard. Probably my favorite part of the song, sonically. Yeah, I like, I, yeah, I'm trying to think of what my, like, favorite, like, sonic part. I shouldn't say that. There's no hedgehogs here. Um. Good one. What my favorite, <laughs> it wasn't. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what my favorite, um, like, part of it musically was and i don't know um nothing like particularly stood out i was just kind of like i just like the overall like vibe of this a lot yeah yeah it's definitely like a a tone setting song where it's like yeah yeah i feel there there are vibes here like i don't i I feel like i say that jokingly a lot but like without that pretense i just mean it yeah no i just truly like there's good vibes here i dig it yeah um now we can get into the Patrick Stump stuff. He picks up on verse two. Mm-hmm. I've been dreaming of your uniform, your uniform of nonconformity. The tears, the tears. Tears aren't strong enough. The years aren't long enough. No. Damn, Patrick. Or Your Pete, uniform or of, of nonconformity you. sounds like such a Pete Wentz thing. It is. And... Honestly, like, that's the thing I'm just, like, it's, like, kind of an eye-rolly line. I think the fact that, like, the, the way, like, the rest of the verse, the way Patrick sings it is good. So I kind of just immediately forget about how stilted your uniform of nonconformity is. But it's also, like, I I think the lyrics that Patrick sings in this song are pretty specifically colored by working on the song after he passed. So I'm just like, yeah, I get what they're going for. I think it mm-hmm. it works. Um, especially like, yeah, tears aren't strong enough, years aren't long enough. It's pretty uh straightforward on that front. But yeah. And I mean Patrick sounds good. Like even Patrick's maybe one of the few people who can deliver Pete Wentz's lines and I like them. Mm-hmm. Which kind of what makes the band so special to me <laughs> uh over the years is that they say some weird shit, but it sounds good. But yeah, the refrain is the same from I Love McConan and the pre-chorus and chorus again from Lil Peep and I Love McConan, respectively. So then it is the post-chorus 
which is, I guess is kind of like a bridge interlude. Well, there's a bridge later. There's so many labels in this song. Holy shit. Uh, the post-chorus from Patrick Stump says, It's hard to miss you when you are always on the tip of my tongue. I feel like I'm looking for something, something that'll never come. And I really like, I really like that this song is like ostensibly about like a relationship, like the, especially the first half of it with like the little peep and I love McConan stuff. And I really like the fallout boy additions that are, they fit into that. Like those, those lyrics continue to fit into that narrative, that concept. But there's like this meta level that are also about the rest of the context and that got them onto the song. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's good. Like, even though I just complained about the phrase uniform of nonconformity, like the fact that it effectively does both of those things is like on a technical level, maybe some of the best lyrics they've done. Assuming that they did it, the whole song is just all the writing credits. But I would imagine that they probably did most of their own stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's good. Um, that was short. I don't know if I should continue into verse three or if you want to do it. It says, call me when you're in the city again. My head just went to oblivion. It's hard to miss you when you're always on the tip of my tongue. Always on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. It's still the same song. Mm-hmm. There's not like a particularly deeper la- layer of these lyrics. I like you auto-corrected the lyric because it is written here as just my head just went oblivion. There is no two Oh, there. wow, I did. I did do um, that. But I don't blame you because I wanted to do the same thing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting because like I, I, I think about that choice because it there are an, there's there's room for more syllables in that line, but they still make the conscious choice to not and have a pause and say went oblivion as like oblivion mm-hmm. as a as a verb which is interesting i don't know if it's the stronger choice but it's a 
intentional choice that they're making. But yeah, that's it's still good. Uh, verse four, I love McConan and Lil Peep says, and now the time is right. You want to do me so wrong. Now the time is right. You want to do me so wrong. When I've been waiting, I've been waiting long for you. Long for you. And it just gets just kind of still good. Yeah, it just continues being good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's not like a lot to dig into. But yeah, I think the bridge is the only thing left that's new. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, I want to drink my wine. I want to pass that by. I want to make her cry. She want to make me die. Apple pie, six cigarettes, and I'll catch the vibe that we can't forget. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also seems pretty straightforward, except for maybe, maybe I mean, maybe the apple pie, six cigarettes line is straightforward. It just, those two things next to each other, I'm like, what is that? It kind of just a- makes me think of, like, someone just, like, eating pie at a diner and then chain smoking. Yeah. That is certainly an aesthetic, for damn sure. But yeah, uh, after that, the chorus plays again, and then the post-chorus from Patrick, the outro, uh, is just, I'll be waiting, uh, I'll be waiting, um, and uh, now the time is right, you want to do me so wrong again. Um, but yeah, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, I'm not surprised that it has, has been their most popular song for so long, um, or at least most streamed is probably what I should say, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. I don't think I ever really gave it the that much attention until I had to for the podcast, but I'm glad that we did. Probably more so than any other song <laughs> on this list. Any any closing thoughts on uh any of these specific songs or or Fall Out Boy as a as a as a feature band? I think Patrick is very good at like coming in to someone else's song and like punching up the parts that he's given. Mm-hmm. Even if overall like the song's like kind of meh. Also that Teen Titans video fucking rules. Yeah, it does. I I'm glad that that became a, a weird part of this this saga. But uh yeah, I think uh I mean it's 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 no surprise that Patrick has worked on on so many projects as he has. Um he really got around in the in the in the or like the aughts like i think a little less so since the band came back but yeah he's he's done a ton of stuff i i doubt we'll dig into all of it just because like we would need a separate podcast that was this but for cobra starship (laughs) um but yeah i will uh i mentioned the pairing playlist before uh, in the show notes there'll be a link to a spotify playlist so there'll be um these four songs and uh for pairings for them um i do know the one for back to earth professional griefers i come up with one for the others uh and for the for the night begins to shine the original versions on spotify but not the fallout boy version so i'll just do that so i can put one more pairing on there i think that's it for our our oops all features episode of the of the podcast i think this is the part where i have to yell caitlin Yes, Joe. Where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at CG and ARs on Twitter.com or on UppercutCrit.com where I largely write about video games. Nice. You can find me on social media, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. 
Uh, I'll just plug the charity stream that I'll be doing a few days after this episode comes out. But this weekend, uh, if the, the day that this comes out, it'll be this weekend, uh, Saturday, March 7th. I'll be streaming with my good friend Andrew of the Argonauts podcast at twitch.tv slash the Orange Groves. We'll be playing Undertale to raise money for Trains Lifeline. Um, and by we, I mean Andrew will be playing it for the very first time. And I will be there uh, in case Muffet's too hard or something. Um, and to probably make some jokes because I like the game very, very much. Uh, that'll be exciting. Um, it's for a great cause. And I think everyone should come hang out, and help us raise money for the charity. So that's twitch.tv slash theorangegroves, March 7th. We're going to be starting around 10 a.m. Eastern, um, and then running for, if I had to guess, most of the day, depending on how long it takes to send Timmy to college. That's a thing that we'll probably do. But yeah, that'll be my plug for this app. What else do we normally say on this podcast? Uh, our Twitter for the show is SWGDpod. Um, Again, the pairing playlist is in the show notes on Spotify. Uh, also, you can just search fo- uh, on Spotify FOB Cast. You can also join the Orange Groves Discord. The link is on the ne- uh, on the network website, theorangegroves.com. Uh, if you scroll to the bottom, there's a link to the Discord next to all the other contact information. And I think that's it. I think so. Cool. Well, this was a fun, weird episode where we did multiple songs, which is great practice for whenever the fuck we get pack sam days i think uh that'll do it for this episode and uh caitlin yes joe were these four songs more than you bargained for yet honestly yes only because i wasn't ready for how dope that teen titans video was gonna be i thought you're gonna say because there was four of them but that's also it's a pretty dope teen titans video this might be the best bargain of all actually because it's four for the price of one Anyways, uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with a song uh, named after an actress. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Goodbye. I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah. of them. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship Bum on the pilot ship. you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes
That's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it.